Hello. It's another Dreamatorium cleanse. We're just coming around to that time. Accept it. Vibe with it or don't. Um, yeah, nothing else to say. Buckle in. Get ready to rumble. And let's get started. Where the hell have you been? Waiting. For what? For this. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Extra Ginger, the best podcast on earth. <laughs> I'm your host, Annie. Um, I always giggle at that part because I feel like my Wisco accent comes out a little bit when I say words like earth. Um, but I love her, and honestly, I would love for her to come back full force, so... Anyway, we're doing a dreamatorium cleanse today. Um, things have been a little foggy, a little muddy, a little unclear. So we're going to try to bring some light in and uh, push away everything that is not necessary, shall we say. <laughs> um, so first order of business is that I recently <laughs> realized you really set your own time for taking care of yourself. And I think like a parallel situation that is a really good example is how muscles um, are built, I guess. I'm not like a, I don't even know what would it be, like a kinesiologist, I guess, um, or like a literal doctor. But yeah, all I know is that when you are trying to build muscles or like do strength training or workout, like what happens is that the tissue or whatever stretches when you do those workouts and that's why you feel like physical pain because that's literally your muscle like breaking itself in order to um, like adjust to whatever strain you're putting on it. Um, and then like as you continue to do that, the stretching like continues and that's like why your muscles get bigger but the important thing is that um, in between these stretch periods is when your muscle is supposed to be healing and so even though you pushed it past its breaking point literally you broke the limits of how elastic your muscles can be right um yeah, in between those stretching periods is when you're supposed to take rest days or when you're supposed to, I don't know, drink protein or eat a lot of carbs or whatever, right? Like there's things you have to do to prepare your body, especially as an athlete, to perform beyond its limits again and again and again, right? Like there is no successful athlete that has been the same amount of good over X amount of time. You just have to keep getting better to stay on top. And the thing that I've realized is that you can push your body beyond what it's used to. Um, and, you know, I think there's a little bit more leg room to um, prolong the rest. 
But what I learned is that your mind and spirit do not recover as easily. <laughs> and more importantly, the drop-off point is much, much steeper. Um, and what I mean is that, like, you know, I think our bodies are miraculously really, really good at healing themselves and, you know, taking care of paper cuts and scabs and stitches and all of that without us having to consciously think about anything. But I don't think the mind and the spirit operate the same way. I actually feel like it's more maintenance <laughs> than the body. Like, which is interesting, right? Because no one can, you can't, it's not a tangible thing. Like you can't pull out someone's mind or someone's spirit, um, at least not in our universe. And it takes so much more work <laughs> to not just maintain those entities, but to viscerally and genuinely and um, I guess like holistically take care of your mind and your spirit. And we love Dave Chappelle here. So something he said that always struck me was he was talking about like, um, I think it was like the Louis CK situation with all those women and how uh, he was making a joke about how if such an incident uh, discourages you from continuing in your field, then that's a weak spirit because like you will be broken down so much that your spirit has to start strong to get stronger. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because like the field of comedy, I feel like is so personal and subjective and um, it's very like, hey, I'll text you if I have an open spot, you know, and other fields aren't like that at all. And I think it's just really, I guess, like astonishing that the concept of having a strong spirit in order to succeed is universal is that it doesn't matter what your job is or who you are, or where you come from, or what your circumstances are, what you were born with or without. If you don't have a strong spirit, you will break. <laughs> and I don't know, I think that's just really kind of wild, right? Like no matter what, you have to have a strong spirit. And it's kind of cool that you can go about building your foundation in any way you want, right? Like whether it be through a support system or a really unfortunate traumatic time or, you know, a really great life with little to no hardships, whatever it may be, as long as you have a strong spirit, it doesn't matter where it came from. And given the importance, it's really, I think, kind of incredible how little training or even like education we get about how to, again, not just maintain, but nurture our mind and spirit. You know, like we get a lot of body advice, I feel like. Um, and that might be because 
I'm in the States. Maybe it's different elsewhere. It probably is, honestly. But yeah, we get a lot of body advice from a young age. Like, you know, remember to exercise because it keeps you fit, not because it raises your endorphins or keeps you mentally healthy, right? Um, it's just important. <laughs> it's just important. And I, uh, I would not wish having to learn this lesson the hard way on anyone. <laughs> um, so whatever it may be, whatever you're going through, whatever it is, it is not as important as making sure that your mind and your spirit, and of course your body, but also your mind and your spirit um, need to stay intact because you don't need to be like that. <laughs> you know, like there is no reason why anyone should like, I just don't think it's necessary to break your mind and your spirit, like, for what? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, there's just no good reason for it. And uh, it's not, you know, so intentional. Like, I know, like, things happen, you get distracted, etc. But if you can, remember, you know, BMS, body, mind, spirit, gotta keep it intact. And the second order of business is very um, interconnected in that one of my role models, <laughs> Jackie Aina, she's a YouTuber, um, but I really like interact the most with her through Twitter. Um, and it was her birthday recently. She's 34. Congratulations, Jackie. You look incredible and are doing even more incredible things. We love to see it. We're stands here. Um, but she said something about being older is that the older she gets, the more she realizes that people will try to tell you what to do because they are trying to live through you or they think they know you better than you do or whatever, you know? But the one solve all solution is to let me get out the receipts I wrote it down Miss Jackie said find your own identity so you can't constantly be sold a new one and it's brilliant you know um, because truly when you know who you are and you believe in what you stand for and you have had practice, you know, defending yourself and being the one person that disagrees in the entire room <laughs> or having to um, work your way out of a tricky situation, like whatever it may be that gave you the person that you are today, if you can recognize yourself in the mirror, if you can pick yourself out of a lineup, if you can know yourself no one can tell you anything. <laughs> no one. And it's like, I think Tyler Oakley is another really good example. Um, <laughs> I think I'm probably aging myself because these are really like 
early, early uh, millennial YouTubers. Millennium, I guess. Early 2000s, 2010-ish. Um, but Tyler posted something, and it was like, when you are self-aware, it's funny when someone tries to tell you about you, right? Like, it's just a joke. And admittedly, <laughs> I used to be one of those people that got really mad. I'd be like, you can't tell me about me, you know, like, whatever. Um, but yeah, now I just think it's funny. Like, that's really, really odd for you, <laughs> you know, that you would think that I'm that person when I'm clearly not. Or it's really odd that you would, you know, try and paint me under this light when I have never seen her in my entire life. <laughs> it's just funny because it's so, no matter how deviant it is from the truth, it's just really amusing to watch someone else regardless of identity, stranger or not, friend or foe. <laughs> um, it's really funny to watch someone else try to either tell you about yourself or dictate how you should live your life. Um, because it's like, don't you have a whole life <laughs> to be doing that with? That's your own. Like, this one's mine isn't it? Because you have your own. You don't need nor have the rights to mine. Yeah, and as we can see, she's still working on uh, being purely amused um, and erasing out all of the irritation. But it's because it can be really um, upsetting sometimes, you know, where like, you think that you're doing your best and trying your hardest and, you know, making do with what you can. Um, it turns out, like, your perception is completely different, <laughs> right? And that's not a fault and it's not an error. It's just a fact that there sometimes is a discrepancy between who you are, who you think you are, and who other people think you are, right? And we hope that the first two are as aligned as they can be, but the last is often difficult, right? And I just think it's so powerful <laughs> to build such a strong, unwavering identity that whatever consequences come from your actions you're like yeah I'm ready to accept that like if you really think that I'm that type of person and you're going to dish out consequences based on your perception yeah I'm going to not engage <laughs> yeah I I think it goes along the lines of also like we're all just little humans you know moving along, doing our little things, waking up, going to bed, waking up, going to bed again. <laughs> like, is anything really that important for you to be so 
invested in someone else's life to the point where it causes, you know, scruffles and conflict. <laughs> like, if loving someone is causing you pain, reconsider, regroup, and draw up a new strategy, bruv, because whatever you're doing is not it. And on the flip side, if you are strong-spirited and self-aware and deeply rooted in being aligned with yourself, then no one can tell you anything. You're not good enough. No, can't tell me that. I know I'm good enough. Period. <laughs> you can't sing good enough. Yeah, I know. Guess what? I don't care because I know myself and you can't hurt me because I don't care that I can't sing. I love to do it anyway. Period. <laughs> um, and that's the type of energy that can be hard to cultivate for more serious things, but nevertheless important. Um, on that note, we can start closing it out. Welcome back to Extra Ginger Closing Ceremonies, which is done in two phases. Phase one is Wrap It Up, where we deliver the takeaways from each episode in clean one-liners. For this one, I'd say... Um, what was the first thing? You decide how much time to dedicate to taking care of yourself. So gotta do it. Prioritize BMS, body, mind, spirit, especially miss MS, right? Mind, spirit must be taken care of because the recovery period and the drop is much worse than pushing your body past its limits again and again without rest. So take it from her, take care of your mind and your spirit, um, and build an identity, get to know yourself, you know, have strong opinions so that when people try to tell you something, especially about yourself, you know whether or not it's right. And easier said than done, but... As with most easier said than done things, absolutely necessary. Okay, moving into phase two of closing ceremonies, which is our palette cleanser to leave everyone off on a good note. For this one, we are highlighting our queen, Miss Simone Biles, U.S. Olympic medalist. She pulled out um, of the competition due to twisties and she said that she wasn't feeling mentally um, like safe enough to continue to compete but she went to her little suburban Tokyo practice gym and handled it like a champ came back won a bronze she's a seven-time Olympic medalist now and I just really respect her bravery you know for saying like I don't feel good enough to do not just what I love to do but what I've been working years for <laughs> you know like the Olympics isn't every year um 
and yeah, I don't know. It just, it just, um, I think it just meant a lot to me to see, you know, women, especially young women saying like, no, I know that I'm a champion and a winner and sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to get this emotional, but like I started thinking about, there was this post, um, I don't remember what it was from, but it was like, um, like little short bios, basically like a, like a yearbook, I guess, of the, um, Olympians and so many of them, like at least 10. Um, and that was just from like the screenshot, right? Like, um, said that Simone was their role model. And I don't know, it was just really inspirational because like she is so strong. Like that's a strong spirit. You know what I mean? Like saying like, yeah, I don't need to chase after something that is going to not really like matter in the long term right like not that being an olympist isn't not that being an olympist isn't you know amazing and wonderful and so once in a lifetime incredible like stuff to tell your thrice cousin removed grandchild kids about you know like it's incredible but also like the twisties is really really scary um quick background is that because of how mentally challenging gymnastics is there is this condition called the twisties that almost every if not all gymnasts get that sometimes out of the blue for no reason um or if you're under a lot of stress of course you'll just not really have a sense of your body while you're in the air which is really dangerous because you don't know how to move it or adjust before you hit the ground and as you feel it when you're in the air there's literally nothing you can do so they describe it as like falling and like just waiting to see what the damage is and like people have broken bones it's been as serious as like that to you know death so it's pretty fatal um and Simone was able to come out of the twisties landing on her feet you know I, that should be fact checked I don't know if she actually landed on her feet but I know she came out of it like without any injury um which is incredible and it just speaks to her talent and her mental strength um and like the support that she received was just so heartwarming you know so yeah I'm gonna stop talking about it <laughs> um but we love you Simone we support you we're so proud of you we will continue to support you five ever. Um, and thank you for, you know, giving us so much joy. Um, period. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So as always, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you soon.